In the studio, I've got three members of the Community Patrol. Good morning. First of all, Dale, good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. So, Dale, what, what's your role? This is Dale Merson, folks. I'm Community Patroller, but I'm also on the executive, so we have um, four or five members on the executive, and we also have a, um, a four people on our um, trustees, as trustees, so, um, okay. and then we, we average about um, between 15 and 20 patrollers at a time, so... Folks, we're always looking for new ones. Yep. So, Nan, uh, Narino, come up to the mic. You're one of our DJs and one of our committee members at the station. You're also one on the executive of the Community Patrol. Yes. Yep. And uh, Peter, next by the microphone, Nan's husband. Yes. Yes, I've got a mattress relationship with Narino. <laughs> Thank you, Peter. This TMI. Is, this is, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> um, so, anyway... Um, so there's the you've just said there's there's people on the executive and you've got a trust as well. Um, how many volunteers do you guys have? We've got about twenty two on the books at the moment, but it comes and goes quite a bit, obviously, because it's a volunteer organisation. Yeah. Um, we're always looking for new people to join us, and obviously, the more people we've got, the more patrols we can do. So at the moment, we're limited to one either during the day or at night. Um, if we could, we'd like to do two a day or whatever, or one day, one night. Yeah. Um, but we need people to do that. So it's really about just protecting our community, which is to look after our, all our families, whānau out here and all that, yeah. and be the eyes and ears for the police. Um, one so of the things I must reiterate is we are not a security company, so we're not going to come and sit outside your house all night. Right. But, um, yeah, we are around the community and the local um, area. Is it eight, most of you guys retired or semi-retired individuals? Probably three quarters of us would be semi or tired, retired or semi-retired. We still have some that works, so obviously they're in the night shift. But um, yeah. yeah. Nan, are you still going out in the middle of the night doing patrols? Yes. Oh, you are? Yes. <laughs> All right. And Peter, you as well? But you have to point well, that mic at him because he's a long way. My, my problem is... Um, uh, I'm generally a morning person, but uh, I'll go out at nights, particularly on Friday or Saturday nights. Okay, and you um, also drive the school bus, and you're cleaning late at the at the well, Super Value as well, aren't you? <laughs> yes, uh, even though um, th- these are sorts of things that I've picked up since I've come back to Raglan 14 years ago. Yeah, yeah. So you, you guys are all pretty busy. Um, who does the paperwork? Mostly me. Mostly, mostly you, Nan. <laughs> Nan used to also be the treasurer at the radio station, but we've got Craig oh. doing that at the moment. So yeah. And that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, is it? It's always. I know it's always difficult, or sometimes difficult, getting people to go on committees. Do you guys particularly need help in that regard at the moment? We will. We yeah. will do. Um, even more so because I'm standing down as coordinator. So we will need another coordinator. Yeah, yeah. And so, I mean, how? let's let's talk about what it's like doing the patrol if you're out at night. You guys have got a car? Yes. Okay. You just got that car a little while ago, didn't you? Um, we got the car about, um, well, it's due for its first year's service. Um, okay. It's done a huge sort of three or 4,000 kilometres so far. Um, it was a <laughs> Just car driving around we, Raglan. Yeah, um, we were um, given a great sponsorship when we got the car. It's a new car. Yeah. It's got um, all the police decals all over it, etc. It does have a police radio in it. 
and we have a dedicated cell phone in it, so safety's the name of the game for everyone. So is it yeah. one or two people in the car? It must be two people at any one time, Okay. or can't be less than two. You can take three if you need to. Um, we do that when we're training new people. Yeah. One of the um, trainers will sit in the back seat and make sure that they know how to do it and what to do. Yeah. Uh, so we have, we, sorry, we have drivers and observers, and you can either be just the driver or just an observer, or you can be both. So it's not restricted to having, if you can't drive, still come and join us because you can right. be an observer. Yeah. So when you say you've got 22 volunteers, it's kind of like you've got 11 in a way. That's correct, yeah. Yeah. And then when you're doing that over a four- or five-week period in a month, um, it does stretch the thing. So at the moment, a lot of us are doing two a month yeah. to yeah. keep up with it. And the police are saying at the moment... To, to be careful with your vehicles and, and lock everything up. Um, there, as you mean, warnings, there's been a, a spate of burglaries and what have you. Um, are you. Do you guys, what do you see? Do you, I mean, I imagine some nights you see nothing, other nights you might see something. I think you'd have to be Johnny on the spot to catch them. Um, I mean, there was one just across the road here the other day, at half past two in the afternoon, by the um, fitness centre there, where someone broke into a car and took someone's gear out of it. Yeah. Um, but who saw it? Nobody. Yeah, yeah. So it's just being there at the right time. We do a lot of um, time out at Bridal Vale Falls watching the cars out there because okay. you know, there are a few break-ins there. And we also do quite a bit up at the surf club um, in the car park, especially when it's busy. You do get the odd break-in there. People lose passports and wallets and all that sort of stuff. Right. So we do a fairly big area with our, um, yeah, with our driving around. We... Um, Probably go as far as to Yuku. That's because we've got to put petrol in the car. But uh, <laughs> man, that, that's expensive. Yeah, <laughs> but, that, um, yes, that's a cost. Yeah, do you, and where does your funding come from? Do you have enough funding? Um, we've got a guy called Terry Ryan who is um, on the one of the trustees, and he does our funding for us. Um, we were fortunate to get some funding from the uh, TRO Trust um, to get our new car, etc. Yeah. And then we do. Um, we do rely on the local businesses, which we do drive around them every, all the time, yeah. um, as to whether they can drop us a little bit of money now and again, which helps with their costs, um, okay. obviously. And the pay rates for the volunteers are huge. You don't get anything. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what it, that's what it means to be a volunteer. Oh, Raglan runs on volunteers, like lots of organisations like this one too, yeah. very reliant on volunteers. They are, really. My wife works for two outfits, and I also drive the health shuttle, so... Um, so you're quite a busy life when you live in Regland. Yeah, retirement is, is, they need a different word, it's just a career transition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Peter, were you wanting to say something before? You don't have to live in Raglan to be a, a community patroller. Oh, okay. You, we, we have a few people who live outside of Raglan, but uh, we'd, we'd uh, consider... Uh, Anybody who lives within the uh, reasonable distance from from Raglan to okay. come a, come and volunteer, the commitment is not great. It is um, we generally uh, four or five hours a, w- a month is what we'd expect. Okay, do, uh, do people do more? Most definitely. Okay, so if yeah. you want to do more, do you have uh, insomniacs coming to volunteer? Is that something that happens? <laughs> not necessarily. Not necessarily. <laughs> We do have some that like to go out late. <laughs> right, okay. Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, why not, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, pretty much you, you're just driving around, looking around. You don't – like, I know you're, you're not, like um, – you're not 
law enforcement or anything like that? Like, if you do see something, what 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 then happens, Nan? Well, what happens um, when we do see something that is concerning to us? Um, we contact the police and um, or let them know from from comms and uh, what's happening, and they will respond as they're able. Okay. And that depends, obviously we don't have local police on all the time here. No, that's so, right. And that's just, we're a small community, aren't we? There are some police that live locally and they may be on call. So, you know, I suppose it's, yeah, luck of the draw really, isn't it? Yes, and for the person doing the offending as yeah, well. that's it right. Might, might be luck of the draw, might be your lucky day, it might not be. So, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, is there... Like, have you have you noticed more happening yourselves with community patrol? I presume people have to write reports every time they phone something in, call something in. We have to write a report. Every patrol that we do is written, and then it's hooked on a um, on a clip down at the police station. Yeah. And the police go through that. So anything that we've observed or seen or thinks a bit tricky, like a car parked up in a paddock or something okay. like that yeah. we put that on the report sheet and then the police will look into that further down the track for us to um, think because we don't have any jurisdiction to arrest anyone or anything like that Okay. Um, we do have the um, Maori wardens here in Raglan yep. um, and um, they sort of would keep in touch with us as well if we need to you know. but this during the day Yeah. Um, and they are on foot whereas we aren't allowed to leave our vehicle unless it's real major or the police ask you to and um, we do have um, we do have emergency lighting on the police car uh, on our patrol car, which yeah. um, we can use in the event of being stuck on the road or an accident or something like that. Okay. And um, yeah, and we'll just call the police and or the ambulance or whatever, and um, go from there. So, uh, do volunteers get training? They certainly do. They work about for about three months, Peter, yes. and um, they get about three months training before they're allowed out and let. Let loose, okay. Um, but they are given a lot of training as to what they can do, can't do, how to work the radios, how to drive the car, whereabouts they can go, what they can do, what they can't do, and all that type of thing. So, yeah, extensive training. They are vetted by the police locally before they can become a member, yeah. And then it goes to Wellington to the main police um, station, and they're vetted from there as well. So, okay. So, um, d- do you? Have, have any of you guys actually ever seen, caught someone in the act? Or is that so rare that it really doesn't happen? <coughs> one of our, or well, two of our patrollers um, were going out to Bridal Vale Falls one day and um, they passed a car just on the, um, as you turn off the Tomato Road there to go out to the falls. They passed a red car and there was a gentleman sitting in it. Um, they got out to the falls and there was quite a few people that were distressed because their cars had been broken into by someone in a red car. Yeah. So they raced back out to the road and um, they rang the local police here who responded quite quickly. And um, they followed this, they caught up with the car, the police did, and followed the car to Wattawatta where they picked him up. But all the way along, he was throwing out laptops and handbags and all sorts. So that was one of the things that our guys did and made it. Right. You know, and so the guy now resides free of charge in New Zealand. Lucky him. <laughs> so uh, you guys, and you, you guys have a camera on the car. We have front and back dash cams, so that so anything, not not advisable to do anything silly. No, in front no of wheelie that. spinning, boys, because um, we'll have you on camera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, so and, and just the issue of. 
Like there's always, occasionally there's talk of people wanting to do vigilante type stuff, but that's not what this organisation's about, is it? We're definitely not. We are part of um, Community Pro- Patrols New Zealand. Now, um, just a briefing on that. It used to was primarily known as the Night Owls up until 2002. And yep. then it was um, became a nationwide organisation which is promoted at a national level by the New Zealand police and the um, New Zealand government. And the main office is based at the police national headquarters in Wellington. And at the moment, um, the National Support Office for Community Patrol supports 5,000 volunteers in over 70 locations throughout New Zealand. So it's a very big organisation. Is it just small towns? Small no. towns. Auckland has it. Um, they've got about, I think, nine different um, community patrols in Auckland. So yeah. Okay. Just, yeah. And so just eyes and ears of the police now. Yep. Yes. Yeah, it is. And even when you're driving around, you have the windows down so you can hear because there's been some serious harm incidents going on in Raglan, which are well reported in the Chronicle. Mm. And um, so it's a matter of having that down. If you hear a disturbance going on, then you can call that in and get someone some help if they need yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Peter, were you going to say something there? Uh, and you don't have to be old and grey-haired to uh, be involved because um, this could be for young people a, a stepping stone to become police pe- police persons yourself. OK, right. There is a minimum age of 17. 18. Well, it's 18, but a 17-year-old can do it. But yeah. they have to be well looked after. Yeah. So uh, eight, could, 18 is the, yeah. is the normal. They could start their training at 17, yeah. couldn't they? Yeah, yeah if, they, if they're really keen. Yeah, no, it's definitely... Uh, like That's something I've observed is we're definitely a volunteer-heavy town. Like We rely on like a fire brigade, this, the radio station, the community houses, lots of volunteers. An organisation might have a paid staff member, but um, the work, the bulk of everything gets done by the volunteers. Mm. So yeah, it's 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 really important locally. Uh, that, do do we know how long the like, formerly known as the Night Owls? Nan, do you know how long? Uh, that was formed in two thousand and uh, sorry, it started in about nineteen sixty eight, I think it was, where a gentleman from England came over here and they'd been doing it over there. So he started in New Zealand, and um, they used to use their own cars in those days and all that, and didn't have any fancy electronic gear to catch anyone. But um, probably not so many but, rules either. No. <laughs> It's just like you make the decision on the spot about what you're going to do if you saw something. Yeah, yeah I don't think you're allowed to run them over in those days. Though. Yeah. But, but locally, um, we weren't here in Raglan at the time, but the, um, the town hall was filled up with concerned people who were con- really uh, upset about what was going on locally. That and was back at the start? That, this was about 25 years ago. Okay, right. Yeah, and it's. I mean, there is concern at the moment too, isn't there, in yeah. the community? Yes, there is. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, how many volunteers would you like? Ideally, would you have full-time night patrols every night? We would like to have a patrol running during the day, and then a, a, another patrol running at night. So, to do that, they would probably be looking for how many volunteers? Quite a lot. We want. 30, 35, oh, yeah. something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. As I say, you don't have to drive if you don't want to. Um, a lot of our people won't drive, um, but they just sit and observe and take notes, which are then handed to the police. Yeah, yeah. And as we were saying before, you've got to have two people in the car. Always yeah. must be two. At a time. And it's the same for everyone, police, ambulance yeah. these days, isn't um, it? Yeah, and we're not allowed to leave the vehicle unless we report 
on the radio that we are, and that may happen. I had a situation once where we were down by the back of the fire station and some people were calling out to us that there was a woman who'd been abducted from Hamilton oh. or somewhere. Wow. And um, so we're, of course, right by the police station there, so we shot in and grabbed the local constable that was on duty and we went to either end of the bridge and found the lady who was very distressed, but it turned yeah. out that she'd been brought out by her father for a day at the beach. But she had come from a um, place where she was living that um, she was a bit disturbed. Yeah. So therefore, um, it was a bit of a false thing. But we had to leave the car that day. But that had to go into the log yeah. um, from the police to let them know that we were right. The driver never leaves the car. It's only the observer. Yeah, yeah. I'm curious about, this is not something, uh, this is just a question I just thought of now, but like we have the radio station as a civil defence broadcaster and there are always attempts to keep civil defence readiness in town. Does the community patrol have any role to play in a, a civil defence emergency at all? Yes, we would have, but, yeah, we need to really talk about the possibilities of these sorts of things and, and get some training, Yeah, yeah. extra training. I know that Lisa Thompson, our councillor, is currently talking with staff at council about setting up a, pl- a plan, I think. I don't know right. the right words for it, but yeah, so that would... Right. Yeah, yeah. All right, folks, we're talking to Dale Merson and Peter and Narina Hurst from the Raglan Community Patrol. You might call them the Night Owls and uh, always in need of volunteers and important work to do at the moment. Um, is there... You talked about 25 years ago there was a big meeting in the town hall and they wanted more community patrol. So it does make a difference, I'm, I'm presuming. It does make a difference, yes. And, and the police are very grateful for anything we can, we can pass on. Yeah. So you receive training, like you, you were talking before, Dale, about you saw a car in a place that didn't seem like the normal thing to do. That's the sort of information. Yep. Lisa. Yeah, they're yeah. just interested in anything that looks out of the ordinary in town. And it may be quite innocent. Yeah. But... They'll look into it. We just take the um, the number of the car, the registration, etc., type of vehicle it is and colour and that, pass it in. They'll have a look, see whether it comes out stolen. They do give us a list of um, stolen vehicles, which we take out on patrol with us. But okay. trying, we haven't got um, number plate recognition cameras or anything, so it's quite difficult when cars are out on the highway doing 80, 90k an hour to read all the number plates. So oh, as they go by. As they go by. So we're a little <laughs> bit restricted in that aspect but we do have um, the numbers there and if we see a vehicle parked up somewhere we will look at that list and see if it is a stolen vehicle I know they were talking about getting that um, number plate recognition technology for the for CCTV here in town so it could be a matter of just getting the funding and yeah, I, and I've got no idea how much it costs but mm, yeah, yeah, I was talking to Lisa Thompson on Friday night and I believe that funding is available and the meeting that you're talking about she's going to bring all that up and yeah. um, Community Patrol will be involved with that along with Maori Wardens and the police and quite a few um, other um, vol- organisations in Raglan and it's all about keeping our community a lot safer than it is particularly right now yeah yeah and uh, we should say, too, uh, we're talking about needing volunteers. How do they get in touch? Okay, the, to get in touch... I've got, they, I've got the number. Is it Peter that they call? Peter, Peter um, Hurst, and yeah. he's on... 825-8473. That's correct. That's so the, give that's him a ring. number. Yeah, and um, any time of the day or night, he's happy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, Peter's very nice. He will accommodate, he will accommodate <laughs> a phone call. Or Nan, you might answer as well. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Is there is there anything else we want to add about that? Um, Do you think we're having our AGM? Oh yes, we're having our AGM on um, Sunday the nineteenth. It'll be um, underneath the radio station here. Well, underneath the. I'm um, sorry, under the community house. Yeah, this is a concrete floor. Yeah, concrete floor. <laughs> um, and uh, that's at three o'clock in the afternoon. So anyone's. Um, able to come along to that if they want to. Um, it will be attended by the community patrollers, obviously, and the police and the um, local councillor. So um, if you want to come along, by all means, do so. So 3 o'clock on Sunday the 19th. Okay. And uh, I know the police are also going to be talking to the community board at their meeting. At, uh, well, the meeting starts at one thirty. There's public forum for half an hour. So after 2, I think they'll be talking. Are you guys coming along to the community board meeting at all? Wednesday. When is that? It's on uh, not Wednesday. This Wednesday. Wednesday. Wednesday, one thirty starts. Yeah. 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 Well, perhaps, we, perhaps we should show up and uh, and say that we're here to help. Yes. Wave the flag. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That is. I think that's everything. We've been talking to Dale and Peter and Nan. Thank you for coming in. And folks, yeah, if you want to contribute to the community, even if you can't drive, like we keep saying, you can still be the, the person who does the observing. And uh, thanks for coming in, guys. No, thank you very much. No, thank you. Yes. Indeed. And uh, Nan, you'll be back in on the air at uh, 1 o'clock this afternoon, won't you? Yep. You will. Awesome.